All right, and this one. Should I do introduction? You know what? If you don't know me by now, I don't know how you got here. Because I'm, I'm not sharing this link with just anybody. Like, anyway. Here you will be hearing week two of the Divine Feminine Cleanse. And if you heard week one, I really hope you are able to pay attention to the transformation, these stark differences between how I was in week one and how much lighter I feel and enunciate and speak in week two. Week two was, I I literally have to shout my praises because week two was really, really lit. Like for me personally, the alignment of how week two just, y'all will hear it. So without further ado, here's week two. Bars. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I have to find it. But um, this is the second week of the divine feminine cleansing um ritual, and I am about to start the journal prompts welcome to week two of the year of the divine feminine cleanse we are officially halfway through we have been using this cleanse to tap into the divinity that lives within each of us have you been making space for yourself to explore the depths of your feminine nature take a moment to reflect on your journey so far how Have you been actively participating or have you had difficulty staying committed? There's something to learn either way. And the journal prompt is, do you find yourself having more uplifting or cynical thoughts? How does this make you feel about yourself and your life? Um, Honestly speaking, and to kind of backtrack on what was asked in the earlier part of... um, of this prompt I've been having um more cynical thoughts than I have been having uplifting thoughts and that's kind of been playing into me staying committed to this because I had the inclination to start it but I just didn't and I've been having moments where I felt like well that I've come to realize that um, there is a somewhat distrust with both sides of masculinity and femininity. And I say that in the sense of the feminine side will have, you know, that, that creative space and then that masculine side will be like the materialization of what comes out of that creative space. And when that's not acted upon... It just stays in that space. On the flip side, there is this, you know, action that I'll take and it probably goes against the creative space. So like the the creation of, you know, what was in that dark space or that feminine energy, it never really fully gets utilized to its full capacity. 
And it's been stalking, to be very honest. Um, It's been a very stalking realization. And coming to see how that's been playing out in my life has um, definitely aided me to be a little bit more mindful of how I exude and or exert that energy. Um, how it made me feel about myself, though, I was really, really hard on myself. I've been crying a lot. Um, there was just like a really big confusion on where I wanted to go, how I wanted to proceed forward, what best steps to take, where I'm at right now, and funny enough, this goes into what I was saying earlier, so I've been having the huge message of resting, especially when it comes to, if you know, you know, when it comes to the four swords, and I thought that I was resting, but I was still kind of like in this anxious energy. I never really fully got away from the anxious energy, except for when, you know, I actually took forth the action to be like, you know what, fuck this. I have to change my environment. I have to change these thoughts. I have to change the way that I feel like I have to move, you know. But um, and this was during the summer, fall. So, like, now during the winter where it's kind of, like, cold, like, I really don't, I don't do with the cold. Like, I've never liked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so funny. I've never liked the cold, like, literally since I was, like, a child. I just, I didn't like it. And I, anyway, um, I've been getting these messages to rest and I hadn't really been doing it like I still felt like there was something to do I felt like I had been sitting long enough because when you've been through (laughs) the stuff that I've been through which I will um keep in discretion but what I was going through at the time like there was little to no room to rest in my eyes because I felt like I had to change the situation that I was in. It wasn't to my liking. It wasn't up to speed with what I had been wanting and had been working on manifesting. And also kind of being in that space of realizing exactly what it is that I do want, which has been a um, very great question with all of these changes that have gone on over the course of the past seven years um eight seven eight years honestly truly dear god um all that to say I just I hadn't really been resting like I always felt like there was something to do and then when I did feel the urge to do something else something else would either be pursued or Um, you know, I would kind of just do baby steps, which 
to me, I felt like since I had a goal, I had to do big steps. But because I wasn't in the right state of mind when it came to being in touch and in tune and grounded in my body, I hadn't realized how much, one, how much I had been moving around, two, how much I had been in the state of grief due to some losses that I took. I took a lot of L's. Um, and also it was just a lot. Okay. Like it was, (laughs) it was just a lot. I just felt like something needed to be done. And I just, I didn't want to sit in the grief for too long. So I would try to keep myself busy, but it was really at that place where if I didn't process it right then and there, the effects of it in the long run, like it would have bit me in the ass, like detrimentally <laughs> kick me in the ass. So um, honoring that process was difficult. It was very difficult. And in that process, I learned that that was part of the feminine side of me that needed that healing with receiving, with, you know, not having to do everything on my own, not necessarily having to be superwoman or Wonder Woman all the time. And it was very, 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 very. <laughs> oh my God. It definitely showed me how much patience I had and or lacked, whatever way you want to look at that. I, um, y'all like patience (laughs) with certain things. Like when I'm really, really adamant about something, I'm not moving. Like there's, I'm just not doing it. And that's how I felt with the certain goals that I had that I wanted to accomplish wanting to have the space and the materials to have these things and these ideas accomplished, but there was never the space. It was never fully, well, there was space to do little things here and there. I had to release my expectation of the type of space that I wanted and try to do what I could, which was another difficult aspect to integrate because it was just something that I wanted so bad because I had so many ideas that I wanted to execute and I just felt like because of the journey that I was on or pretty much the message that I was standing on at that time it was just okay like go like really go for it like you never know what you can create you never know what type of beauty you can make from the mistakes that you've made and this is in the artistic sense right I'm just thinking about this in terms of art now in that saying that's the masculine aspect of being assertive, being active, being proactive and reactive, right? So I had so many of these ideas, but like, ultimately I knew that it wasn't the space to do or the spaces that I was in um, were limited to what I wanted to do. So I had to make do with what I had. And most of that was was kind of a hit or miss because at that time, um, 
I didn't realize how much that particular idea that I acted on would be sought out a year and a half later. So that was um that was something that I hadn't realized in my state of impatience like not realizing like the long-term run of that. So a lot of what I felt like was really being in the middle of full circle moments. And I mean, like, <laughs> come out to a degree, complete full circle moments, but in another aspect, like fuller full circles, if that makes sense. Like it's not completely full yet, but it's gotten fuller from the starting point. Anyway, all that to say, um, some of the thoughts paralyzed me to the point of inactivity and it's something that I it's difficult to kind of say out loud because like there's just certain things just after taking so many L's. I don't want to say that I gave up because I still have a little bit of spark in me, but I will say the drive for it completely dropped because it was like okay so this modality and that modality isn't working so that's when I got into um another form of creativity which was something that I've always done since I was a child and I said that I was going to start writing um, a poem about, you know, what I was feeling about that time, because I know when I read my poems, like, I, I know what I was going through at that time, I know why I wrote the words that I wrote, and the way that I wrote, it's a whole thing, so I said that I was going to do that, but with me, I've had some, um, creative, writing blocks because of the way that I was really in my head again to the point of not even moving so um it was literally only up until a couple of days ago I started to start journaling some of my higher aspect thoughts and I said I was going to do some of the long ones and there was something that I saw that made me realize why I got the multiple journals that I got I thought you know in a sense I got it because they were pretty or and they were and are or because you know I know that I write a lot and before I know it the pages are fully done and I don't have another notebook so I have to use like one of the composition books to kind of like be a placeholder from like the usual decorative notebooks that I get. But all that to say, um, dang, what was I saying with that? <laughs> um, oh, the creative aspect. So, Back to what I was saying about having all of these ideas and wanting to act on them. Intuitively, I was going through a process that was making me pay more attention to my body. 
and it became up into a point where there was an event that happened in my life that made me completely aware of my body to the point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. So within that, I sat with the feelings that my body was still processing that I had no idea it was still processing certain things that were still kind of new kind of ripe that I was still processing and all of that to say my body was like yo this is some trauma like I'm not rocking with this and I cannot believe that this is here so um what we're going to do is make you realize just how much of a sacred vessel this is and the things that you need to be aware of for you to take care of it and uphold it as a, a sacred vessel that it is and when you've been through sexual drama and sexual abuse from people that were twice your age four times your age ten times your age um you become fixated on the aspect that your body is just it's just that you know it's just something that's going to hold you over until your later years until you kind of like pass away you know and it's more than that and I'm getting a bit emotional like talking about this because I never want to put my body through such environments and experiences to the point where I completely dissociate from it and just be like, okay, we're here, whatever. And it wasn't like I was just doing anything with my body. Like I was still taking care of it, making sure it was hydrated, moisturized, all that good stuff. But it was deeper than that. You know, like, it was deeper than just, you know, doing the <clears throat> the external care. It was about the diet as well. And I will say, like, 2021, I completely just said, fuck it, when it came to my diet. Like, I was just like, okay, well, I really have gotten through some bullshit. And there's so much that I haven't experienced that I almost allowed myself to be boxed out of. So if I'm going to be in this vessel and in this life, in this timeline, I'm going to enjoy like the shit that I do. So it, it got to like eating certain foods again that I hadn't eaten in a really long time. And don't get me wrong. <sighs> Especially curry chicken, bro. I, oh, mm-mm-mm-mm. Curry chicken, bro. Authentic, man. I mean, like, good Caribbean curry chicken. Like, ooh. Oh, it makes my soul so happy. But in a, in the long run, like, there's a reason why I stopped eating chicken. So I need to get back into that. But all that to say, my body was telling me that there were different ways that I needed to take care of it. And... It was outside of the normal, okay, take a shower, brush your teeth, do your hair, moisturize your body, drink water, eat fruits, da-da-da. It was really getting into, like, the energetic bodies. Like, 
when we're talking about the body, we only think about like the physical body, but there's different bodies that exist. And if I hadn't taken care of my physical body, there was no way that I could get close to any of the other bodies that one exists within me and two exist outside of me. And I say that lightly and I say that with a certain tone because there are certain bodies you're not supposed to connect with, which was another message that my body was telling me, had been telling me for quite some time. But I'm just like, eh, maybe this is just my anxiety and uh, anxiety is a bitch. Okay. Moving on though. Um, yeah, there are, there are different bodies that I need to take care of. There's energetic bodies, there's emotional bodies, there's, um, did I say energetic bodies already? There's celestial bodies. There's different type of bodies, okay? And when you hold certain energies within certain bodies, especially your energetic bodies, it starts to fuck you up. And it got to the point where I got fucked up. I just, it, I'm still recovering from it. It's quite maddening how long recovering takes sometimes. But in that sense of receiving care and being in that feminine energy of receiving because that's just what it's naturally there to do that energy that is within us everybody has feminine energy is to receive so when it came to doing that especially being placed in a predicament where I had to do nothing but rest there is nothing else that I can do at the moment but kind of just take my time, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. And it's just really sitting in the feminine energy, really healing that energy, understanding it. It really takes a lot of work. It is not for the week. I mean, you really have to look at it. You have to look at the times where that energy was abused and mistreated even by yourself. And going through that process is a bit intimidating at times because in order to fully receive what it is that you desire, what it is that you truly want, and I mean truly want is not just, you know, some type of Some type of um, want out of desperation. I mean, like, truly desire it to the point where you do the necessary changes in the work that is needed in order to get to that energy. It's really alarming when you see how much stuff has been put in your way and that you allow to be in your way. So all that to say, um, I've have been having full circle thoughts. It's kind of like one of those cynical thoughts that turn to uplifting thoughts and then uplifting thoughts that turn cynical and being in the middle of that and alchemizing that has been very, very, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. And that is to move on to the affirmation, which is I pay attention to my thoughts and explore them from a place of awareness.
Hmm. I pay attention to my thoughts and explore them from a place, from a space of awareness. I pay attention to my thoughts and explore them from a space of awareness. All right, cool. So here we are on day nine. Today is the focus on a higher you. Divine feminine energy is magnetic and mesmerizing. Women who allow their femininity to serve them can easily attract what they set their intentions on. Accessing the higher you doesn't really need a magic spell. It really doesn't, y'all. Message. You are constantly becoming your higher self with every choice you make. It all comes down to if you are choosing from a loving and healed place within yourself or not. Always remember, whenever you choose you, you choose your higher self. Do you make choices that serve the higher you? Why or why not? This kind of goes back into the previous journal prompt about the thoughts that I've been having and some of the thoughts that I've been having that I've been dwelling on, especially when it comes to um, healing the body. Um, It's come to me that I've made some choices that were outside of my higher self and there were choices that I made that have come from my higher self. Um... More so than not, though, I have noticed the ways that I have not been in my higher self or have taken actions that have served my higher self. And I don't know if in that sense, that's me being my higher self is recognizing when I wasn't my higher self. But all that to say, um... I think to a degree, I make choices that serve my higher self when it comes to like understanding certain things, Um, especially when it comes to the mental, the emotional, the psychological, the spiritual, the metaphysical, the ethereal, and the celestial. In other senses, though, like, I don't know. There are choices that I've made that I knew weren't of my highest and best self. It was just of me, but, well, I can't really say that those two were separate, but I don't know. It was weird. All that to say, it's it's a mixed, this is a mixed answer, Um, but... With one of the most transformative um, events in my life, I feel like I made a choice for my higher self because I remembered, you know, where I was in the past when I was praying and manifesting and bringing into the physical realm what I was praying for. And had I not been in tune with that aspect of myself, I would have forgotten how much that had been playing out in my current life. So there was a really huge aspect of sticking to my word and sticking to 
what was said to me personally and individually on my journey with, you know, communing with God, the universe, the most high, however you want to approach that, however you see fit. But that was just, And I didn't realize the state that I had been taking when I wrote what I wrote, when I prayed for what I prayed for, and the actions that I had to take to ensure that I remembered that woman, that girl, that had cried and put all this energy into manifesting what I had been manifesting, the especially in terms of the healing, the alchemical healing, the emotional healing, the generational healing. That, fulfilling that to me was really, it hurt, but it brought, initially it brought joy because I remember what was said to me. I remember, I remember, that's all I'm going to say, I remember, and if I hadn't remembered, I honestly think I would not have been in my higher self because I would have just completely threw everything I had learned previously into the complete back burner and said, fuck it, all of that was for naught. And I will not dishonor or discredit myself like that. I'm just not rocking in that way. So, yeah, it's a, this, this is a very mixed question, but very short and sweet. And the journal prompt, I mean, affirmation, I choose what feels in alignment with the wholeness of who I am. Like, I mean, seriously, and I didn't even see that. Like, I purposely skip the affirmation and go to the journal prompt so I can affirm the journal prompt after. And just seeing that and what I just said just completely, that's exactly what I mean. I'm going to read it again. I choose what feels in alignment with the wholeness of who I am. Not just who I am physically and presently. Who I was as well. Because I get that, you know, the whole cycle of transformation and change and growth is to kind of like discard some of the things that you used to hold on to. Like old ways of thinking, old habits, old ways of communication, things like that. But the person or persons that I was back then that led up to now, not to be, not to be discarded, not to be discredited, not to be just no, (laughs) because all that happened for a reason, all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. And especially when you have been as intentional as I was when I, when I was praying and manifesting the healing that I was praying and manifesting for I knew there was going to be some things that I had to do. I didn't know what type of things I had to do. I just knew I had to do some things. And some of those things were, it definitely altered the the overall perspective I had on myself and how strong I was and how committed I was. I have a really bad habit of not giving myself enough credit where credit is due. But as I said previously, when I had that moment where my body was like, you need to be here, you need to heal me because I matter. And it got to a point where 
all I had to do was literally pay attention to my body, take care of it, be aware of how long it takes to heal the body, being patient with that. I spoke about being impatient in an earlier part. I was choosing to learn all of these principles because I was serious about what I was praying for. I was very fucking serious. Now, was I aware of what type of actions or work I had to do fully? No, I would have never imagined the shit that I went through previously would be the shit that I would have to heal from. Not in a million fucking years. But we're here and we're healing. And we're keeping our word because I meant what the fuck I said. And I say our and we as my present and past self, like we were serious. We were not fucking around. This was not for bullshit, for play, play, or for show. And there's not much that I exposed to the public about, like, my spiritual practices or, you know, the stuff that I do. But when I pray, I pray. And I mean that. I mean that. I do not play about that. I really fucking don't. So... Being aware of the fact that I was keeping the word in my prayer, the word was being kept for me as well. Like, I don't know, uh, that affirmation really just did it for me. (laughs) It really did. And on to the next journal prompt. And it is day 10. Today, the focus is on your body. So many of us go through life. (laughs) Are you serious? Are you serious? Like, are you serious? Let me read that again. Today, the focus is on your body. I swear you cannot make this up. So many of us go through life without ever truly being at home inside of our own bodies. Do you? Oh my God. However, practices such as yoga, meditation, and even dance and exercise can help us with this. Basically doing anything that will mindfully bring your attention to what your body is doing and experiencing. The more at home we feel, the more likely we are to know when something feels off. Message, run it back. The more at home we feel, the more likely we are to know when something feels off. Learning to be present in our bodies also teaches us how to listen when our bodies speak to us. I swear if this is not what I just said. I swear this is not what I just said. I Man, this is what I mean. It's, it's moments like these, man. That The stuff that I prayed for, the healing that I prayed for, it was not... For not. We were serious. We were dead ass serious. I am salivating. Like, ah, uh, that's not that's not a game. Anyway, what is the journal prompt? Do you feel at home inside your body? Explaining this and explore this. So funny because I literally just did this. I just I just did this. <laughs> I I don't even I 
I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't even have the words. I'm literally, st- I'm stumbling over my words because I don't have them. I just, divine alignment for me, divine alignment for me, I am floored. So I guess let's, let's ask present day since I previously went over this. That is so hilarious. That is funny. Um, there are times where I do feel at home in my body. There are times where I don't. I'm still working on that. And I de- I dissociate from a lot. Like a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> so, um, it's... It's really, really funny that this and... <laughs> The previous journal prompt speaks about being in your body, being at home in your body. And there is this, mm, there's a sense of like a huge symbol being presented in my life to where I have been shown that I've come back into my body. I've come back into the space that I have cleansed out to make it to make sense of what was crowding the home and what exactly it is that makes the space feel like home and I can definitely say that I am going through that currently um definitely going through a process of sorting out the the um the wheat from the what what is it the wheat from the shaft is that what is that the same just sifting okay like a really intense process of sifting understanding what's for me what's been presented at gold as gold that wasn't gold at all Um, understanding why um, certain actions were pursued the way that they were pursued and standing on that ten toes. Um, But overall, seeing that there were certain things that had to be um, emotionally and spiritually um, done and not just the physical in order to reorganize and pretty much... Um, take inventory of you know what's in a room what can we give away what can be you know what can be salvaged and it's um (laughs) I'm really just coming into fullness of that awareness so I'm I'm literally <laughs> living it as I'm, I'm saying it. So I'm still in that space of figuring out what exactly that means. But um, I'm definitely coming to learn. Definitely coming to learn. Um, especially just how much um, energetic cleansing is important. Um. That's something that I will admit that I neglected 
And it wasn't to say that, you know, I didn't feel like it wasn't working or anything like that. But I felt like there were certain (laughs) events that did the cleansing for me or was kind of catalyzing that initial spark to to that um process and I hmm, it's really weird to explain but I'm starting to see the reasons why you know that's been highlighted so much within every practice is energetic cleansing um yeah (laughs) and the affirmation is my body is I literally bruh 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 I swear you cannot make this up you cannot make this up bruh this affirmation bruh this second week is hitting like what is this my body is the sacred temple I get to worship inside of My body is the sacred temple I get to worship inside of. My body is the sacred temple I get to worship inside of. Wowie, wow, wow. And now we move on to... Here is day 11 of the Divine Feminine Cleanse. Today is the focus on being empowered. To empower is to unshackle, unchain, to emancipate, emancipate, excuse me. Being empowered is being in a state of freedom. Moving in divine energy is an empowering act. Deciding to unlock and access parts of you that raise your vibration and further align you with yourself is self-empowerment. It's taking your own divinity into your own hands. And the journal prompt is... What does feeling empowered mean to you? How can you welcome more empowerment into your life? I am just going to nip this in a bud and say I need to be empowering myself. There have been others that have, you know, given me words of encouragement and kindness. And I don't usually see that as an act of empowerment, an act of wanting to raise another person in a higher vibration to the point where they can, you know kind of stabilize themselves and come back to you know doing what it is that it was that they were doing be it healing being you know just the act of working the act of taking care of self like the whole nine okay i bad the whole 10 i said i was gonna stop saying nine for spiritual reasons um moving on um feeling empowered just means feeling that energy and vitality to not only withhold your goals to but to withhold the standards that you set for yourself, the morals that you set for yourself. And it can get a little bit tricky with certain things and certain people testing you. But when you stick to your guns, that's an act of empowerment. And it's something that I hadn't realized until I was reading this prompt. There have always been acts of empowerment. And that's what I mean by coming back into my body and realizing, like, you know, the inventory of everything. Cleaning out certain spaces so that I can make room for other things. Like, 
it's um it's empowering doing this like it's empowering to <laughs> see that what I've been talking about in previous prompts line up with the next day's prompts and affirmations like <laughs> that's empowering let's talk about that that was really funny um hmm I don't know, this one's kind of short and sweet, too, I feel like. Um, how can I welcome more into my life? Like I said, I can be more empowering towards myself. I can start to understand that when words of encouragement and kindness within authenticity, you know, are given to utilize that as tools of empowerment. I'm really liking these journal prompts. I'm really loving the alignment. Like, this is really dope. I'm glad I allowed myself to sign up and to remember that even in times where I've fallen to get back up and to just continue to move forward. And it can be a bit difficult at times. It really, really can. But I'm glad I got up to do it. I'm glad I allowed myself to say, let me catch up to these journal prompts and remember why I signed up for it in the first place listening to that divine energy within me that divine feminine energy within me to allow myself to receive these prompts these affirmations even these affirmations are tools of empowerment because they're helping me to maintain self-empowerment you know what I'm saying like even saying that in itself was empowering. This is really dope. <laughs> um, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. The affirmation is, I attract people, opportunities, and experiences that empower me. I have to keep that one. I attract people, opportunities, and experiences that empower me. I attract people, opportunities, and experiences that empower me. So I'm going to be. And here we are, day 12 of the Divine Feminine Cleanse. Today, the focus is on mind, body, and spirit. When they are in alignment, you can really harness your feminine powers in ways that bring you the most fulfillment. Engaging in practices such as meditation, yoga, journaling, and any other activities that encourage you to be in sync with self is a great way to get into alignment. Speaking of, I really need to get back into doing yoga. Because even when I was at the other the other apartment, I was doing um, I was doing yoga with this hand of mine. So I need to get back into it. I don't want to move back into that space of inactivity, as I was talking about in previous prompts. But anyway, moving on. Today's journal prompt: What do you constantly feed your mind, body, and spirit? How do these things generally make you feel? Um, for starters, I will give credit to the fact that I have stayed committed to watching these devotionals that my friend sent me back in October. T, shout out to you because we're really approaching four months of watching those devotionals and really getting in tune with the deeper aspects of the inner psych and doing that healing. So huge shout out to my girl T. Y'all listen to her podcast. Um the Harvest Podcast, streaming on Anchor and Spotify, and I believe on other um, streaming platforms as well. And it is available on iPhone 
or Apple and Android. Um, I've been staying committed even on days where I forget to watch it or days where I'm doing something in the morning or afternoon to where I'm not able to um, look at the devotionals that day. I still find a way to, like, the day I do watch the devotionals, I catch up on the days that I've missed and watch those in one sitting. I do not aim to miss the videos that have been um, posted and have been shared and some of the messages that have been um, resonant. So that has been something that I've been feeding my mind, body, and spirit to kind of keep me in alignment. And I'm still grateful that I stayed committed up until this point because it was something that, you know, I was a bit skeptical about because I hadn't been one for devotionals in a while. But when I watched, um, and it took me three months, I mean, three months, it took me three weeks to get around to watching them. She had been sending them like back to back to back to back. But I think it took me around like the third week to get around to watching them. Like the start of the third week she was watching, I mean, she was sending the videos and I'm like, you know what, let me, let me just take the time out to watch this. Let me give this a try and see where it goes. And from that day, they have posted, um, I think it was like four previous videos before the one that I had watched. And I sat there and I watched all those videos because that message had hit so hard the day that I chose to watch it. I was so moved and I sent them, um, I sent them a whole audio note. Like I was so moved and it got to the point where when, um, my friend who was sending them daily, you know, she was in a space of healing and she went to send it sometime. I had the motivation and inspiration to pick up where she left off with sending them for um, a short period of time before I went into my space of healing. But um, all that to say, that is one thing that I want to uh, attribute to um, feeding the mind, body and the spirit. As I said previously, I was doing yoga, but I stopped because I was moving around a lot and um, due to surgery and anesthesia and medication, your girl was in and out of sleep <laughs> like a lot. So um, there was that. Um, There could be more things that I feed my spirit and my body, though, like especially my body, like. I can't remember. No, the last time I had fruit was I don't know. It was last week. It was last week. I thought it was two weeks. It was like it was last week. I was about to say it's been about two weeks and I don't do that for real. I really don't. So I need to get back into um my fruits. I've been eating my veggies. I could eat more, but I've been eating my veggies. Um, yeah. And the spirit. Um, yeah, there's just been... <laughs> there's been a lot of spiritual hits over the past um, four months. Five four or five months. Um, 
But getting back into, you know, the healing and getting back into that solitude of hearing that aspect of me more and getting back into it, like, it's been a journey, I'll say that. But there are um, more affirming things that I could feed it outside of, you know, the things that I missed out on that I didn't catch previously because I was under the allure of something else or, you know, I was in my own set of expectations like um there's there's more stuff that I could do to feed the body and the spirit but for the most part the devotionals and allowing myself to have these moments where I'm doing these journal prompts and um journaling or I'm allowing myself to speak with um God, benevolent spirit, the most high, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I don't know. I'll just say it's been a journey. That's all I'll say. Um, how do these things generally make you feel? The devotionals, like I said, I was really, really moved, so... And still I am to a point. Like, they still they still resonate to a degree. You know, there are certain messages that, you know, I still have to sit and reflect on. There are certain ones that I just completely didn't understand. But there are other ones where they've been really, really resonant. So, it just makes me feel good that, you know, there's always some type of tool or resource I could use granted I'm aware of it and granted I act on it and it's all about acting on it but um the affirmation is I feed my mind body and spirit things nurturing and energizing to my well-being I feed my mind body and spirit things nurturing and energizing to my well-being I feed my mind body and spirit things nurturing and energizing to my being Cool, cool. All right. And now we are on day 13. And the focus is on self-love. None of us are strangers to the term. Self-love conversation has been going has been ongoing for some time now. But what does self-love really entail? What hold on wait. Well, that depends on who you ask. Figuring out what kind of love you need from yourself is how you define self-love for you. When we are able to determine our needs and supply that, this is one of the greatest forms of loving oneself. So don't be afraid to explore this and what it means to you. Okay, self-love, gang, gang. Ooh, what do you love about yourself? I love this question. (laughs) Um... Honestly, and I say this time and time again and time and time again and time and time again, as much as some of my thoughts really get on my nerves, I love the way that I think. Even in my moments of error, like, I love the way that I think. I love the way that I come back to certain thoughts or I have more elevated thoughts or I have a higher thought than what I started with. I love having silly thoughts. I just love, I just just love the way that I think. I love the way that I make myself laugh. I love the way that I'm able to 
really vibe with myself. There was a moment where I just, I wouldn't say that I wanted to be, or that there was this hunger to want to be around people all the time, but it was. Like, I always wanted to explore and travel and do just fun things and outings and stuff. But now that I've gotten older, and I still like to do those things when I pop out, because it's still very rare that I do, I love nothing more than to just be in my own comfort zone. Like, oh my God. And then, like, when I'm able to be in that comfort zone with somebody else, which is very, very rare as well, like, it is a vibe. Hours go by, and it doesn't even feel like it because it's just, uh, um, I love my perseverance at times. I love my stubbornness at times because it shows me resilience in a way. I love, um... I really love the way that I still find some type of way to extend kindness after all the shit that I've been through. To still have that childlike sense and wonder, like, I really love that I still possess the ability to be goofy. Because it is some shit out here that have really, like... And I won't say that they haven't hardened me. But I can definitely affirm that they haven't hardened me to the point where I can't laugh about shit. I still can't enjoy myself. I still can't find some type of way to smile. Even in the moments where I don't feel like smiling and I'm really, 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 really pissed off. I still have moments where I just... And it don't stop. Boom. Boom. <laughs> It really doesn't, and it surprises the shit out of me. Like, even even saying that, it's just like, wow, bro. I really love that about myself. Oh, I could cry. <laughs> I love how I'm allowing myself to cry about certain things that really emotionally overwhelm and, like, excite and overpower. Well, not overpower. Let me, let me scratch that the fuck out. Um, it moves me to a point where I am so elated that it comes out through tears. There have been a lot of moments where I've cried out of sadness and anger. So when I approach that realm of crying out of happiness, I like, uh, I have to be moved, bro. You have to, I have to be moved for real to be brought to the point of crying because I'm happy, genuinely happy. Be it temporary or be it a long-term thing. Like, even hearing good news to the point where I cry because I am happy. I just, I don't know. It feels different. I love how I'm allowing myself to cry out of happiness. I love how I allowed myself to approach that realm. To understand that there is a different set of tears. You know, like the alchemical properties that are... The alchemical and chemical properties that are in sadness tears and happiness tears, that's another topic for another day, but moving on. Um, I love how much I have grown over the course of these years. I love how much I have allowed myself to really be tapped into my innate 
in natural beauty. It was something that I had a hard time accepting at one point in my life. So getting to a point where I truly accept it, no matter if I look good or look bad, like I'm happy with the way that I feel. I'm happy with the reflection that I see. It's taken a really long time to get to that point. And I'm really, really proud of myself for not giving into certain um roles that were projected and casted on and I felt like I needed to be a part of in order to be seen. I did not. I'm so glad I did not leave that square. I used to be so mad about it, but nah, I'm I'm very, very, <laughs> very, very grateful. I was blind child. I whew, I am never letting that shit go. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care because once you realize how much people like really, really invest in putting on a front, I just can't do that. I'm not willing to do that. (laughs) Y'all going to get the happy me, the angry me, the crazy me, the sad me, the emotional me, the chill me, the high me, all of that. Because I don't know how to be any other way. I really don't. Even if there's certain things that I haven't, like, done, like, the I haven't made jokes with anybody in a really long time, so. Doing that with the homie, it felt really good to do that again. That was actually, like, just funny, funny. Like, I do it with myself, but, like, being being around somebody else that actually gets it, gets the humor and can laugh with me, like, it's a vibe. Um, I just, yeah. I, I love that about myself. I love that I have allowed myself to grow with the changes that I've been going through in all aspects. Um, I even love how even when I just had moments where I admitted to having cynical thoughts, I can come back to this and still be like, I love myself. There were times, bro, like I'm trying to take the fact that I'm even saying this out loud and I can genuinely say this. And feel secure in that and just realize, like, damn, bro, there was a moment where I, I, I could not have said any of that and been truthful about it. I wouldn't have even been able to form the words to make a complete sentence to say, I love this about myself. I love X, Y, and Z about myself. I love ABC about myself. And none of it be like in vanity. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's just such a thing where it comes to, like, vanity and women and femininity and womanhood. And it's just, like, I get it. But that's just, that's not me. Now, I could touch, I could dip my toe in it and that'd be that. But ultimately, I'm not about to put my full body in that because I just, I can't. There's more to that for me, like. It's more than that. And astrology has taught me that too. And I love how I allowed myself to learn astrology to even even learn the deeper aspects about what it means to desire yourself. Like, when you get to that point of desiring yourself, call it narcissistic, call it narcissistic, call it whatever. But do you know the amount of self-love that has to be present in order for you to desire yourself? And I, oh, 
I, I can't even get into the magnitude of what I just said. I had, I love the fact that I can do that. <laughs> I really do. I truly, truly do. I, and it's so weird because it goes against what I grew up to believe, what I felt like I knew about myself. Not at all. Not at all. Those things were definitely subject to change. Subject to change outside of my knowing and awareness. But when I became aware of it, game changer. Game changer. I have no words. <laughs> and the affirmation is my luck. Bruh. I am loving the alignment of these journal prompts. I swear. My love life is centered around the love I have for myself. And let me actually touch on this as well because even within the shift the shifts need nah. Even with the shifts in why is that hard to say shifts? Maybe it's just me. In my quote unquote love life, like even that being reflected towards the love that I have for myself made me realize in ways that I have loved myself in ways that I didn't love myself. Because if I hadn't loved myself at all, I wouldn't be able to recognize the ways that I never or didn't love myself. So that's that. <laughs> Woo wee. All right. <laughs> the alignment. I tell you, I just can't. But I can and am. And that's it. <laughs> and now we are on the last and final day of the Divine Feminine Cleanse. It is day 14. <clears throat> Today is the focus on the process. Come on. Welcome to the last day of the year of the Feminine Cleanse. This is the part of the experience where you reflect on what you have learned from the journey. Do you feel more connected to your divine feminine energy? Did you discover something new about yourself? Take this time to assess what you what unfolded for you and remember that this is your experience. Your relationship with your divinity is yours to create. So let's touch on these two questions before we move to the final journal prompt. Um, do you feel more connected to your divine feminine energy? Oh, most definitely. Especially what's happened over the course of the past five months. I definitely feel more in tune with my divine feminine energy. And then just with these journal prompts alone and the alignment of my answers before the previous journal prompt, I mean, before the next day's journal prompt or the affirmation for that day, yeah, I definitely feel more connected to my divine feminine energy. Did I discover something new? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially week two. Week two definitely taught me some things about empowerment and how my external life is reflecting my internal in a different way that I hadn't even realized until I sat down and did these journal prompts. Um. I, yeah, I discovered a couple of new things about myself using this. And I anticipate listen, listening back on this just to see what exactly was talked about and how 
it led up here because I am in a different space than than I was two weeks ago. And um Yeah. It's been a journey. Um Oh, those are the only two questions. Okay. So this journal prompt is how did going through this cleanse experience make you feel? Honestly, it definitely one, it helped me to realize just how much taking care of the feminine the feminine energy within me is important because there are times where I kind of just hid her because of what she was subjected to outside of her control and I wanted to be in control of that because it is just maddening to me how much women have to go through just to show up and be in this fucking society in this world and it's in these environments it is maddening okay but when it really came down to the types of questions that were asked and the type of revelations that were had when I did these journal prompts as most journal prompts usually you know kind of do um it helped me to tap into the aspect that helped me to realize just how all of this was connected. That inner call to, hey, do this, speak to me, talk to me, let me talk to you, listen to me. You know, like it, it just hit different. This was a beautiful experience. I'm glad the lovely lady sent this to me because I literally admire her. Like, I love her energy. I've loved her energy since I saw her at the um, catwalk. In the summertime, she served, she served, and she served, and she still is serving, especially about the knowledge of yoga and singing bowls and divine feminine healing and sacred woman healing. So, shout out to um, Sankofa. Um, this helped me to realize why I even felt as moved as I felt when I saw her speak at a seminar um it was a sacred woman sacred woman seminar I believe or sacred wild woman seminar but um there was this energy of just all of these ladies in there empowering each other dancing with each other drinking with each other talking to each other networking really building community and building understanding of you know not only where we were collectively but where we individually were within our journeys why we came to the seminar in the first place why we had the questions that we had and ever since then like I just knew that she had this energy that reminded me of the type of woman that I prayed about being that I knew was inside of me that I knew was past the barriers of emotional sexual um physical psychological mental financial environmental trauma and I didn't want to lose sight of that just because you know I saw it present in another woman I didn't think it would be present in myself I I feel like I'm past that stage now so just knowing that it was possible it is possible and that I'm doing the work and that it doesn't have to show up in a specific type of way just as long as you show up and do the work is going to show up for you I'm just glad that we crossed paths. I'm glad I allowed myself to explore my femininity, to even go to that seminar, to even receive these prompts and these practices and these questions to be asked now because 
that was what September maybe I think that was maybe September where that seminar was had September October maybe had to have been September um just yeah I'm I'm really glad that we crossed paths so um I anticipate seeing how this is going to transform and maybe I'll even go as far as to do these two weeks again and approach it with a new light or approach it as if, you know, I never saw these prompts or affirmations before just to see if I have some of the same answers that I do or maybe do it monthly. Either way, this was very, very dope and I'm glad that I stuck to my guns and said that I was going to pick this up and do this again because these past prompts have been very transformative. Um, Yeah, I'm grateful. And what's the last affirmation for this prompt? As I grow forward, I vow to let myself bloom, unfold, and become and flourish into the version of me I need to be right now. Mm, let me read that again. As I grow forward, I vow to let myself bloom, unfold, become, and flourish into the version of me I need to be right now. As I grow forward, I vow to let myself bloom, unfold, become, and flourish into the version of me I need to be right now. And I swear that goes with the previous prompts that I did too. Speaking about the past me and the present me. And how what I was praying for led up to the to, to certain events that reminded me that I prayed for this. Sticking to my word, honoring myself, honoring that creative space. Yeah, this was dope, man. I, I gotta give her my personal prompt. My personal props because uh, this was beautiful. And that's that.